When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Big Dave Podcast. <laughs> Friday morning on B105 means it's time for the sweet and spicy truth game. And, uh, well, Grover Collins, the large one, back from vacation here with us. Been back all week. Happy to be back, but uh, still had a good time in Florida. It was hot, though. My yeah, God, it was hot. Well, it's week. hot everywhere, and it's going to be hot and spicy here today. Ashley, what's the first question you got? Dave. What's the most amount of food you've ever eaten in one sitting? I don't even know if I want to know this answer. No, you're going to want to know this answer Ugh. because it involves your favorite food, Ashley. Pizza? Wings. No, chicken, chicken wings. Uh, back in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, we didn't have a Hooters there, but we had a place called Toots. It was a total ripoff. I'm a Toots they, girl. The girls wore the orange good. and everything else, but it was called Toots. <laughs> and uh, me and some guys were in there one night. There was three other guys, me, four guys, and they were having a wings deal. You know, one of those. 15 cent wings or whatever we bought a hundred a hundred chicken wings to see if all four of us could eat them so 25, that was a, 25 piece? a piece and we were 25 wings we did it oh, oh, we knocked God. it out yeah. that, dude you, really? it was, no it was tougher than you think it no, was no i couldn't do it I, do, I eat like five wings that's it you think uh, you can eat 25 10 in one really setting hungry. We were drinking, so yeah. <laughs> drinking <laughs> but, on top of it too. Yeah, mm. twenty-five wings. Were they hot? Yeah, well, they were medium. I think. You know, in, right? But yeah, yeah, anyway, you accomplished the goal. I, we accomplished the goal, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, Did you get a plaque on the wall? We or, got no uh, dude. A t-shirt. You didn't get an award, but you got toots later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Absolutely, a appropriately named place. Stat. You just got back from vacation, yeah. and you didn't get out of the ticket for having beer on the beach in Lake Michigan there, but. Uh, what have you gotten out of in the past? Uh, oh, I got out of jury duty. That was pretty cool. Uh, I Uh-oh. I don't know what it is. Once I turned over 30, I get called for jury duty all the time. And um, it was the year that I was Burgermeister at Germania Park. And I had this case that, I don't know, some insurance scam thing. And anyway, it looked like it was going to go on for a long time. And it could be a conflict for anybody who had things going on. So she had people stand up and they'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm visiting my sick grandma in another state. And they'd lie. be like, not a good excuse. A Sit lie. down. Yeah. Wow. So I got up and I went, I just got my lederhosen yesterday. I'm going to be Burgermeister at Oktoberfest. I'll be cracking a keg for hundreds of people. And if I can't be there to tap that keg, there's going to be a riot. <laughs> and she said, well, you wear your lederhosen, son, and you're out of here. You're so, yeah. Yeah. The truth worked. Yeah. 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 Sick yeah. grandmother. Yeah. Lederhosen over sick grandmother any day of the week. That's great. Yep. So there's going to be a riot. <laughs> Bunch of pissed off Germans. Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. All right, it's time for Grover's question. All right, you just got back from your road trip. What made you happy and what made you sad on the trip? All right, that's an easy one. What made me happy was, you know, when you're on a road trip and you find people that drive just like you, mm-hmm. you're like in a little pack. 
Yeah. Yes. And you're like all pattern. going 80 and a 70. Mm-hmm. Everyone's everyone's <laughs> yes. going, doing right. You know, they get in the right lane, you get in the right lane. They get back in the left lane, you get back in the left lane. And you're like, to the point where they get off to the get gas, you're like, oh, my buddy is leaving. Oh. Well, that's what makes me happy. I love it when I find those people. <laughs> I'm a wingman. What makes me mad is there's always one guy. Oh, man. And, that is 80 and a 70 is not fast enough. And by the way, I'm going to stereotype. It's not a stereotype if it's based on fact. Why is he looking at me? Mustang GTs, Dodge oh. Challengers, yes, the BMWs. Chargers. And they all... <laughs> they're on my AWS, all of us. A-double-S. Then they go to... But you know what makes me even happier? Look at him holding a spoon. This oh, is yeah. what makes me happier. Uh-oh. Is when they try to pass you on the right... Then they get into slower traffic. Yeah. And we go by them. You're like, Bye. I'm telling you, that brings me more joy <laughs> almost as much as the birth of my children. Wow. When, when these guys do that and they get caught in slower yeah. traffic, and I just want to look at them and give them that face like, what are you doing? Yes. Where do you think you're going? What? It's like, oh my God. God. <laughs> All right. Final question is for Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. Follow it, that, by the oh, way. In yeah, your in your vast history of employment, Ashley Don, have you ever been fired from a job? My goodness. So growing up, I had like 27 jobs, I think. 16 to 20. It was somewhere in between there. That's why we wow. use the word vast. Yeah, it's crazy. I've been here the longest. Anyway, these were all like part-time gigs or serving gigs. So I was working at on the river, mm-hmm. Bellevue. Just helping other girls out, you know, getting roles for their tables, whatever. And then I was working a Saturday morning shift and I'm taking this table's order and I go back in the kitchen to put in their order and I get called into the boss's office and uh, they're like, hey, we need to talk to you about throwing rolls at tables. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, you know, Saturday night, this, this table complained that you threw rolls at them. I'm like, that wasn't even my table. I was in a hurry. I sat the basket in the man's hand and just took off like i thought we had a good connection there they said yes sorry we're gonna have to let you go and i'm like are you kidding me and if you know me like i'm arguing my side but at that point i was so like you are so wrong about this i said here is this table that's out there right now waiting for their order to be put in you put it in you take care of them i'm out of here Thanks for firing me. Whatever. I storm off into the parking lot. They chase me down in the parking lot. Hey, what you did back there was great. Like you could have just said, screw those people and not tell us about their order. And and we're sorry. We want to give you your job back. Oh my God! Wait, what? what? And I'm like, but it wasn't even your table. You said no, it wasn't. Yeah, and, and now I was trying to, you know, be a regular, normal, a good person before I stormed out of there, knowing I had to still put in an order for a table. So then they're like, "Oh, we see your character. We're so sorry." And I'm like, "Ah, uh, I can't do this." So they said, "You're just suspended." And I'm like. What? what is happening here? Yeah. And I was supposed to close over fireworks weekend. And I'm like, so I don't have to work on the fireworks? And they're like, no, you're suspended. You want to know what I did while I was suspended? What? Called and quit. Oh, there you go. It sounds to me a lot like that boss sounded a lot like the car that was trying to pass Grover. What was that noise again? <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right.
All right, in the Who Was Right last night courtroom this morning, we've got Todd with us. Good morning, Todd. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good. So you are married to a woman named Kate. What is your problem that you have with Kate? Uh, well, I love her, but I, my huge problem is that with our fridge, you know, we don't have that much room to begin with. We don't have a huge fridge. So, you know, we there's not a, not a ton of space there, but it's just clogged up with, a lot of her stuff with a lot of to-go containers, a lot of like Tupperware, and there's not even a lot of food in that stuff. So, uh, you know, if I want, let's say, uh, I see a you know box of pizza, maybe she ordered something while I was at work for lunch. Uh, there might be like half a slice left in there. In the whole box? Yeah, she'll keep the whole box in there <laughs> with just a half a slice. <laughs> And then there's, you know, a Tupperware container with like, I don't know, like two scoops of, of banana pudding. You're talking like two spoonfuls. And, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's like sitting there in the refrigerator. That's not even worth. All that's going to want to do is make me want more banana pudding. I feel like she's cheating to get into the clean plate club, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just he's keeping that little bit at a time. So, I, you know, I think what it is is that she she's just leaving this these little bits of food in there. Just eat it. Let's get this over with. Let's move on. Let's create some space here. Now, if the fridge is like community, right? Like you live there too. Are you allowed to eat these leftovers? I, that's the thing. I'm afraid to eat them. I'm terrified <laughs> to eat them. Because she'll come in and be like, where's that banana pudding? I was saving yeah. it for Zinita. And I'm like, are you are you out of your mind? I'll go get you more. Two spoonfuls of banana pudding. I mean, come, that's... I don't know. I made that dessert here for work that one time and... Man, I was trying to save every little bit I can. And honestly, I could have put it in a smaller container now that I think about it. I had a huge thing, like a huge baking pan, and only like a corner of it was left. And I just kept putting it back in the fridge. Then I'd get it out, take a bite, put it back in the fridge. So you're saying this is a woman thing? Then. No, no, I'm not, uh, because I can't speak for all women. You know, I, I'm a little guilty of it. My kids will, you know, think that they could eat a dozen fish sticks, but could only eat nine and there's like three fish sticks left i'm like well i ate my meal i'm not hungry <laughs> yeah but maybe i'll keep that in a container and then when we have leftover tacos and le leftover spaghetti i'll have fish sticks tacos <laughs> and spaghetti for lunch one day so you're thinking she should just like either throw away the little bit left or eat it yes or, or i'll eat it the choice has to be made <laughs> okay all right todd do you have a closing argument this morning you agree with her, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, I kind of showed my cards. <laughs> but that's all right. Well, you, you, hey, there's two other jury members to sway here. Okay, I appreciate it, guys. Help me. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah. All right. All right, well, jury member number one, Statman. A little of this, a little of that makes up a meal, and that's that. That's <laughs> all I have to say. I'll be on uh, Team Wife. <laughs> Typically, I don't agree with stat, as we all know, but I'm with him on this one because I saved my food. Now I'm like thinking about it, like, gosh, I do save like, oh, there's a one bite of that. And I expect it to be there for when I want my one bite. Well, All right, so two Team Kates, and uh, here comes a big old Team Todd for you, Todd, because <laughs> I am totally on your side. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. Listen, I don't want to open up my refrigerator and see a little container with one deviled egg in it because I'm going to eat that deviled egg, and I'm going to start looking for that little cute plate that's got the indentures on it where all the other deviled eggs <laughs> should be sitting. I want more. I don't want a bite of peach cobbler, and then that's it because that's all that someone saved in a container. No, it's... 
Just eat it before. Why? why <laughs> eat it before you put it in the fridge. I mean, We're you full. can you can eat one more bite. What's the point of getting out a container and putting in like five green beans? No, there's no eat point. Tomorrow. Okay, yeah. I oh, know. Okay. I, I know. But I'm a team Todd. Thank you. Let's see what our B105 audience thinks here. 749B105, also through the app. Uh, maybe we'll get a few more on our side, buddy. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And I feel a little better today. Thank you. <laughs> more of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? We heard from Todd, who has a problem with his wife, Kate, because Kate likes to take basically a leftover bite, one bite, maybe two bites of food, and just clutter up their refrigerator with containers containing these items. And uh, But two to one, we sided with Kate over Todd here. But let's see what our B105 jury has to say about this. Heather uh, from Liberty Township is Team Todd. She's joining my side. Good to have you here, Heather. Yes. I think overall, like, I'm not against saving food but saving food in ridiculous containers is just ridiculous like if you're going to have a half a slice of pizza put it in a smaller container not in a giant pizza box yeah maybe take the time to dig through the cabinet and find something that's going to work yeah and heather i have to say at no point in my life have i been <laughs> there's been like a half a slice of pizza left and i looked at it and went I'm going to save that for later. No, I'm going to finish it right now, okay? That's the way it goes. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Melissa, though, from Hamilton is now on Team Kate. Why is that? Well, I just want to know why men would be looking in teeny tiny containers thinking there's enough to eat. Oh. And they're going to get full. So you're just saying, why is the guy even going for her small containers? Just leave him alone? Yeah. Right. I mean, unless he's planning on mixing teeny tiny containers, you know, together to try and make a meal, why even look in them? It's a teeny tiny container goulash is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Make that. Either, All right. plan, either plan to mix them up and make a meal and be happy with it or don't even look. Well said. All right. Thank you very much, Melissa. All right. Thanks. And Deborah brings up a whole different point. If she finishes the last bite, she'll have to clean the container. Maybe she doesn't want to have to clean the containers. Yeah, but the container wouldn't have been dirty in the first place if you didn't put two bites of food in it. <laughs> the chicken and the egg there. Uh, Jeff from Westchester is on Team Eat It. I'm assuming that's Todd. So it's a weird take from Weird Al Yankovic. Just eat it, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Open amazing. up your mouth and feed it. There you go. Good man. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. You, guys. you won't get no dessert till you clean off your plate. So eat it. <laughs> Don't you tell me you're full. Just eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Get yourself an egg and feed it. <laughs> He is a national treasure. I'm sorry. We're Al Yankovic there. 745 B105 traffic check on this Friday morning. Denise. Thanks picking up if you're heading out northbound 7175 uh, right around Buttermilk continuing into downtown and just seeing a little bit more of a slowdown northbound on 471 just on the Daniel Carter Beer Bridge. It's here, Metro Now on Demand Transit. Direct to you. Go Metro, where riding is believing. I'm Denise Johnson. Bad traffic. Thank you, Denise. Looking at sunshine and 90 today. A good chance of scattered showers and storms tomorrow, though. A high of 79 for your More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Well, here we are on the day of our first big country show. Sold out tonight at Riverbend Eric Church. And we're all going to be out there. And uh, we're going to be looking around going, oh my gosh, there's a lot of people here. But there's also 
a lot of bugs. What is Ooh. going on here? There, uh, things are flying around that I'm not even sure what they are this summer. I'm like, where did the... Is that an ant with wings? What's what is, happening? What is happening here? <laughs> and uh, from uh, Mount St. Joseph University now, we got Dr. Gene Kritsky here with us. Good morning, Dr. Kritsky. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing great. Now, you were our go-to guy when we had the cicadas, Brood X, a couple of years ago. And now you can probably shed some light on what in the world is going on with all these insects flying around this summer. We've had a perfect storm in the sense that we had a very cool spring, and that was very helpful for aphids, for example. And as, as spring progressed, now we're getting to the summer, and it started to become a wet and very warm summer. And those weather conditions are going to be conducive for other insects. And so we're seeing uh, uh, the cool temps in the spring delayed the, the flight of the, of the ants, and now they're coming out, and we're seeing large numbers of, of uh, flying carpenter ants uh, in, in certain parts of the city. And uh, uh, we're also seeing uh, more mosquitoes because of the, the wet and the warm. Indeed, if the uh, average low temperature is above 71 degrees, we can have a generation in seven days. Oh, my gosh, of mosquitoes? That's very important for people to walk around their properties and see if they have any areas where there's standing water. Look in your gutters to see if, if water is pooling. Look at potted plants to see if there's water pooling on the outside. And uh, uh, if you have a trash bin... Close the lid. Yeah. <laughs> These are total things you can do that can dramatically uh, reduce your mosquito population in your area. Now, I heard that uh, mosquitoes can breed in just like a bottle cap full of water. Yes, there are, there are reports that, they, that a whole generation of mosquitoes can be formed in as little as a tablespoon. Wow, they breed easier than Nick Cannon. On the serious, oh, on the yeah. serious note, though, we had a mosquito tested positive for West Nile, which we haven't seen in our area in over ten years. Yeah. Should we be afraid of mosquito bites? Well, you shouldn't be afraid of them per se, but the ideal thing is to know when are the these uh, disease carrying mosquitoes more common to be biting, and that's going to be at sunrise and sundown, right at the dusk and dawn period. So. Uh, if you're going to be out and, uh, at that time of day, you might want to use a, an insect repellent, something with DEET. Uh, also, make sure you spray your ankles because some mosquitoes like to bite around the ankles. And we got Dr. Gene Kritsky here from Mount St. Joseph University. He is the bug man, no doubt, of Cincinnati. Yeah, and I'm going to bug you with this question. Now, my little cousin, she gets like eight up, covered alive in mosquito bites. Does a mosquito go after like a certain blood type or is it just because she's a little kid playing in the grass? There are some people that, as you probably know, that uh, and my, my father-in-law is like this. We always like to have them at outdoor picnics because he'll attract the mosquitoes. <laughs> 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 He'll just swarm him? But uh, yes, 
There are uh, there are some uh, individuals who seem to attract more mosquitoes than others. Uh, a lot of mosquitoes can sense increased carbon dioxide from exhalations, oh. and so one of the, if you don't want to use a pesticide, one of the neat, easy things to do is to put a fan on your deck and have it blowing on your your people, and that as people breathe and exhale, that dissipates that CO2, and uh, the mosquitoes can't find you as easily. It doesn't mean they're all going to be gone, but it certainly can help. Dr. Gene Kritzky, one last thing I want to bring up to you. When I was a kid growing up in Tennessee, we used to have come through our neighborhood the bug truck, and it would basically drive through the neighborhood on hot summer nights with a huge fog being let out behind it, and like idiots, we would get on our bicycles and follow it. My question to you is, how much longer have I got to live? What were they What were they throwing out there that I was breathing in? Because that's possibly one of the stupidest things I ever did, but we all did it. Do you remember those bug trucks? I, I just turned 70 a couple weeks ago, and uh, so I, I remember those days. And they were most, most of the time they were spraying DDT when we were kids, and we'd run behind the trucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that DDT is still, is still with us, uh, but... Uh, frankly, only the good die young, so uh, you may have hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Dr. Gene Kritzky from Mount St. Joseph University, thank you very much for your expertise as always, and uh, keep tracking the bugs for us. I uh, appreciate it. Anytime. And come get a buzz with us sometime at Riverbank. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's showing up. Yeah. I don't think so. I'll drink one for him. More of the Big Dave Podcast. You guys all got to play in a celebrity softball game. Yeah, the celebrity softball classic. It was at the Florence Y'all Stadium, and it was my first time. And now I play softball weekly, right? But not against like Joe Mixon, who was there. <laughs> Professional. Yeah. yeah, like I play with, I don't know, average people like myself. And uh, it was a great event. There was a guy when we were, uh, they were singing the national anthem, a guy parachute in with the American flag. Oh, that's cool. I've never even seen that before. And out there, I mean, the planes are really low. Like they had to get a lot of clearance for that. That took some talking to the tower at CVG to get that pulled off. Crazy. So I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. So then they put me pretty high up in the batting list. The order? Yeah, the order, like second. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, he goes by Barker. He's like, you pretty good? And I'm like, well, I play in a league on Thursdays. He's like, all right. And then it was like, (laughs) Ashley Dunn from B105 is up. And I'm like, why? And on top of that, they like showed your name and your picture on the big screen on the outfield. Ashley Dawn, B105. And I wasn't paying attention to it. But Jesse and Anna were like, did you see your picture? And I'm like, oh, God. It wasn't even me. It was a blonde girl with a guitar. I'm like, all right, that works, I guess. How did you do at the plate? So I can't say I got a hit if I didn't get on base, right? I hit the ball. You you hit the ball, but you, you got an out? Right to Joe Mixon. Oh, man. Like I'm like, okay, that's the most athletic guy anyway but if you're gonna get out you might as well get out by a bangle yeah that's kind of cool even knowing you were out and then an old bangle icky woods he was the catcher <laughs> and i have never heard someone talk so much smack really I'm standing up there and i mean he is vocal swing swing at it hey batter batter right behind me <laughs> oh, and i'm got- already nervous <laughs> yeah. as is like i'm in front of a ton of people you know i want to do a good job and he is screaming his head off and i'm like i am about to take this bad now but uh let's just say the celebrities you know us here in media we were all on a team playing against Bengals mm. players and other uh athletes we got our 
uh, butts handed to us last night. But however, I come in and the Ryan is, if he had a tail, it would have been wagging. He was oh. so excited to tell me that he was the only person on your team to do what? Hit a home run. No, Ryan oh, wow. w- was great. I'm like, oh my gosh, he should be on the other team. Because yeah. <laughs> he was our pitcher, too. You know, he did a great job. But it all benefit uh, several charities here in Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati. It was so much fun. And my friends, I had a fan club. They made signs. You know, it was nice. Mm-hmm. My friend, Joe Mixon, took his jersey off, signed it, and gave it to her and her little boy. Whoa! Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm like... I think the win goes to my friend Leah and her son, Joe. <laughs> she got Absolutely. the jersey. Seriously. Yeah. Well, fun time. I'm glad you had fun out there doing that. Thank you. I have a little raspy today because they were serving what's it called Turtles Brew is oh, what I was boy. drinking in the dugout. <laughs> Try that. That's yeah. a home run. Oh, yeah, big time. All right. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Well, on Friday morning at this time, we always like to call out to the Big Bone Lick Double Drive-In, our favorite drive-in in the tri-state, and see what they got going on. So let's find out together here. Thank you and good day, friends. Thank you for calling the Big Bone Lick Double Drive-In, where this summer, ankle monitors are the must-have fashion accessory. (laughs) In honor of the latest Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movie, Dead Reckoning Part 1, we present a film festival of some of the lesser-known Tom Cruise slash Ethan Hunt movies. All right. So, all screens right now running. Ethan Hunt has the day off and decides to go out on his boat, drop a line, and just relax. But once out in the middle of the lake, he realizes he forgot to pick up some worms at the bait shop. Don't miss Tom Cruise in Fishing Impossible. (laughs) Ethan has a hell of a fight with some bad guys and gets two black eyes, a swollen lip, and a busted up nose. Afterwards, he tries to use his iPhone, but it won't open because his mug is so messed up. Tom Cruise stars in Facial Recognition Impossible. (laughs) Ethan decides to drop out of the spy game and try a new career and goes to medical school. But after six long years of barely passing grades, he gets called into the dean's office and receives some very bad news. Tom Cruise gets scrubbed in Physician Impossible. (laughs) And finally, Ethan's girlfriend is tired of the same old routine in the bedroom, so she gives him a copy of the Karma Sutra, (laughs) trying to spice things up. But despite his abilities when it comes to sacrificing his body to catch the bad guy, he can't seem to make it bend that way to please his woman. Woo-wee! Doggies! Looks like it's back to the old boudoir ways. Sorry, honey, but Tom Cruise can't do that in position impossible. (laughs) Thank you for calling Big Bone Lake Double Driving, where we always say, Here we go. Come as you are, but but stay stay in your car. car. This message will self destruct in five seconds. (laughs) It self destructed a while back, I think. B105, the Big Dave Show, short-term memory game. We got Angie from Florence, KY, here with us. Good morning, Angie. Good morning. And uh, your mission, should you choose to accept it this morning, is to name two of those four lesser-known Mission Impossible movies at the Big Bone Lick Double Drive-In this weekend. All right, you got uh, Fishing Impossible and 
facial recognition impossible. Yeah, there you go. All right. Hey, congratulations. Yay. We also had (laughs) physician impossible and position impossible, but you didn't need it. No, I did it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Hey, you just won a pair of weekend passes to the Voices of America Country Music Fest August 10th through 13th at the VOA Park in Westchester. Yes. <laughs> We're going to see you out there, girl. And uh, thanks for listening to B105. Go have a great weekend. All right. Thank you. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Are we lying game? L I O N. And we welcome in D O R A, Dora from Fairfield. Good morning, Dora. Good morning. All right, it's all about first concerts. Before we have you guess uh, which one of us is telling a truth or telling a falsehood here, uh, what was your first concert? Oh, Lord. Um, I believe it was Alabama. Oh, My brother and sister in law took me to see them. Well, very nice. That's a good one to have right there. Going to be at our Voices of America. Yep, Country Music Fest. All right, Statman, give it to Dora here. All right, Stone Temple Pilots at the Nutter Center, 96. Mine was Lil Wayne at Riverbend around 2009. Do I have to say the year? Because no, you say you sound really old. I mean, come on. Uh, it was a three-dog night with my older brother at Municipal Auditorium in Nashville. Dora, which one of us is L-I-O-N, Lion? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to go with Stat. You think Stat's Lion? I'm going to guess Stat, yes. You really think Stat's Lion? Yeah, I don't know. I waited a long time in the bread aisle at the Thrithway on Galbraith Road with my mom to buy the tickets. I... So, again, Dora, you, you, sure? think, you think he's lying? Gosh. Ashley. <laughs> no, you think like Ashley's no lying? Like you Come on. Do. You think she's lying? Okay. Big Dave. You think I'm? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. You sound like a nice person, Dora. We wanted to take care of you here today. Yes, I I had never saw Three Dog Night with my my, Actually, my older brother took me. My first concert was Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefer Band. Oh, my God. At the Murphy Center in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Congratulations, girl. Thank you. You're welcome. You can enjoy the giraffe beer at the Cincinnati Zoo because you got a four-pack of tickets. That's wonderful. Thank you. Get your wild on this summer with the Cincinnati. Cincinnati Zoo membership presented by the uh, Northern Kentucky Honda dealers. Oh, I I can't now. I've got it. Hang on. For all the youngsters who don't know who they are. A little three-dog night for one second here. Take it, boys. That would have been a fun concert, probably, though. 8.53. More of the Big Dave Podcast. On a five in Parmalee, there's one thing we've learned in working with uh, Ashley for a couple of years. If you would like to get her out to your charity event, you need to lure her, give her a little, and uh, you can usually do that with either chicken wings or beer, yes, or a combination of both. But a very this time, classy woman. This time it is the hops and the barley and the beer, and you got something going on this weekend you want to talk about? Yeah, tomorrow night is Kegs for a Cause Beer Fest in Georgetown, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Going to be there from five until eleven. Pouring beer, but they've got some other cool events going on, like an Icky Woods Shuffle contest, which you can win two hundred dollars. And which I think that's pretty cool. Is Icky yeah. going to be there? He's going to be there, too. He'll but he also can't be... enter because he'd win, right? Oh, no. He's a, I'm sure he's the judge, right? <laughs> he's professional. Yeah. yeah, there's going to be a chicken dance, live music, food trucks, the kegs for a cause. Obviously, this has all been a fitting charity. And uh, I've GPSed it. It's 
about an hour from my house. Not bad. Mm-hmm. So me and Officer Nick got to get there uh, bright and early. And we are just ready to serve up brews to all of the people. In Georgetown, Ohio. Very fun. Yeah. This sounds like a great event. Makes you want to clink your glass. Yeah. For a good cause. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Well, you might remember yesterday's good vibes. We talked about the Kentucky farmer who wished to remain anonymous that found uh, 700 Civil War gold coins that were buried on his farm property there. Uh, yeah, I dug a bunch of holes in my backyard <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> you found nothing. Well, Stat, you live over by St. Vincent de Paul. You might want to head over there because oh, we got oh. some uh, good vibes today coming out of a thrift store in Scotland. Adam Carsley is the manager of the UK Cancer Research Charity Store in Dundee, Scotland. And a few weeks ago, Adam was catching up on some work and organizing their stock room where the unsorted donations were stored. And that's when he stopped stumbled upon something pretty cool. An old hardback copy of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. Everybody knows The Hobbit. He looked at it, and for some reason, Adam had a feeling that this book was special. So he sent it over to their online auction department where they had an expert inspect it, and he concluded that this was a first edition copy of The Hobbit. Oh, valuable. Yes. Now, The Hobbit was first published in 1937 and has become one of the best-selling books of all time. However, when it was first published, there were only 1,500 initially printed. So there's probably not that many of them left around. And the, the ones that are, are worth a lot. How much? Well, let's see. That's what I want to know. Come the, on. The book went online at auction and it sold for over $13,000. Wow. $13,000 for an old tattered copy of The Hobbit that someone said, yeah, get take that to the charity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a first edition. My goodness. It's amazing. That's great. It's big money for a yeah. book. Yeah. And every cent of that money is going to be going to cancer research and to help people in the United Kingdom that have been diagnosed with cancer. Oh, that's great. You got to wonder, did the person know what they were doing? I think you would say, hey, this is a first edition copy of The Hobbit. Exactly. I want you guys to have it. Yeah. Somebody threw that out. Mm. But it's going to benefit a whole lot of people. An anonymous donation of a potentially life-saving gift. And whoever did it, thank you for the good vibes this morning. B. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning we've got Mary J. She's from Okeana, a mother of one, and she works at Miami University. Good morning, Mary J. Good morning. Are you ready to give us that dad joke of the day? Okay. Let's have it. Why did the chicken cross the road? Oh, boy, we're going way back for this. I don't know. Why Why did did the the chicken chicken cross cross the the road? road? To show the possum it could be done. Wow. Yeah, that's how you do it, possum. <laughs> Quit getting hit all the time. Mary J, that's fantastic. Thank you for calling in and have a great day, okay? You guys too, thanks. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.